Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the uh, Boy, you Hammer Down Racing You sound Report. just like an announcer. You did. You do that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, right? You do all kinds of cheesy stuff. Uh, live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report for October 25th, show number 56. That's pretty amazing, Scott. It is. And, so, and part like, of that meeting I was telling you about, we were talking right, about podcasts. Right. You have to have at least 50 episodes in the in the books. In the can. Already, in the can, whatever, somewhere, to uh, see if uh, you're getting any traction. So, And? I don't know. What, what did they say? for me. That's did, it. Just, did, did they give you an attaboy? They just said that, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Hey, we forgot to WD-40 well, that again. We got the, the KISS logo off of the... Uh, our uh, video. That's, that's that, some problem. Alec fixed that. Our engineer. We do have an engineer. Did you tell Alec that? that I did. He that was Mike like, was. He laughed. Oh no, I didn't tell him about the oh. mic. I forgot about that. It, it, yeah. It didn't. Some seem mornings that I sound like that, but you know, I, I don't need to be reminded here. It didn't seem that important to me. I see. So, anyways, on the show tonight, uh, we're focusing on uh, Flat Rock Speedway, Toledo Speedway. We have. Uh, I'm very excited about this, by the way. Yeah. We have Mike Young here from uh, Toledo Speedway, 2015 champion of uh, late model sportsman. And uh, 2018 Silver Cup champion. There. Maybe if I turn on the right mic, that helps. All right. (laughs) Say that all over again. (laughs) And also the uh, 2018 uh, Silver Cup champion. All right. Uh, And Dennis Wisman, the Rebel. I remember watching uh, you many, many, many years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Been doing a little while. Turn my mic on. There. Thank you. And we were supposed to have Dennis Jr. See, I told but, you I could uh, turn your mic off. <laughs> that wasn't intentional that time. but Yeah, we were supposed to have Dennis Jr., but I guess he's a little under the oh, weather. Yeah. Uh, the Hope rep- he's listening. Dennis Wisman, uh, figure eight driver. How, have you won championships out there? How many do you have? You've been uh, doing this couple, for how long? Yeah, I've, I've Just won a few. five at Toledo and five at Flat Rock. So okay. That's more than a couple. I've, I've been doing it for 36 years, so you're, you're doing it that long, you're bound to get learn something you know and be pretty good at it i'm, I'm excited to delve more into the mindset of a figure eight racer <laughs> how you get it we'll, we'll talk more about that later <laughs> very excited um also on the show tonight uh well there's no real uh weekend weather pit stop i did send it off because pretty much the only thing going on uh, this weekend is Montpelier. in uh, yeah indiana florence actually already canceled for the weekend too if you're planning heading down to the fall 50 that's done i know my son was thinking about heading to atomic but uh, weather forecast like 48 degrees for the high, 40% chance of rain, and a four-and-a-half-hour tow. So he pulled the plug himself on that one. I have no words. No words. That, that's shocking. <laughs> uh, make sure to uh, give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. He's got all kinds of stuff. What uh, special deals you got going on right about now? um everything well yeah it's all on sale yeah it's all um, gotta go you know we've got a 10 percent discount uh if you book early 
like before Thanksgiving uh, for any body or major work. So, yes, there, there is a special. Well, we need to talk then. Yeah. Yeah, the prices you pay, Scott, I can't discount. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Nice try. Nice try. If I discounted it 10%, um, I'd be paying you every time you brought the car in. So what's the problem there? I, I take care of my partner pretty all right. well. All right. It's all good. Uh, again, 734-856-7223. Are you not too busy yet? Or are you? Um, I haven't been out to the shop Yeah, there, for there's, a while. there's quite a bit out, out in the yard uh, waiting to come in. We've got a couple of projects that we're just wrapping up. Got a trailer coming in in a, another week uh, to build ramp overs. And we've got, obviously, we've got the... Uh, Perfect attendance chassis for oak shade that we have to build. Probably another. Wait, that's car. not built yet. No. Oh. It just we just found out Saturday and. Well, you just found out who won it, but you knew it was going to be given away, right? Yeah, but I didn't know what we were building. I, oh, I, I, I see. I would build a, a late model or a sportsman or a bomber. I didn't or, I realize mean, that. If they, if they wanted to jump back to compact, I. <laughs> you know, I, I'd put a roll cage in a compact for them. but So, uh, uh, so it's built custom based on uh, whoever uh, wins it, what they want. Correct. I did not yeah, know Yeah, Jeff Folks won that. And actually, he called and uh, had a couple of uh, changes he'd like to make from our normal chassis. Uh, so nothing, what's, what's he doing? Are, oh, are nothing to, much. Is he, he going to do a bomber chassis? Yes. Or? Okay. Yep, he's coming to kick your butt again. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He, he just runs a little wider radiator than normal, so I need to make some room for that and make, make sure there's... Take notes so that you can chassis, do whatever you did to his chassis, car to my car. Enough chassis height for him and, yeah, or roll cage height. Speaking of which, I saw Brian Rowland selling his uh, sprint car yeah, so, because, he could, yeah. so he can build one that's got a higher roll cage. I saw the picture, the top of his head sticking up yeah, through it the... It is. Halo. That would not be a good thing <laughs> no. on a non-wing sprint. <laughs> I was like, Brian, that's crazy, man. Why yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, I guess so. He did. Uh, uh, speaking of Brian, he uh, what he ran uh, the sprint at Kokomo this past weekend, Kokomo Clash, and I think he finished like twelfth. And that was his first time in a four ten sprint. Was it? I didn't. Yeah. didn't realize that. Um, the the car that he is selling is uh, it has a spec motor, uh, pretty neat class. You're talking. Well, okay. I'm, you look. You're, you're really dark, so I had to turn the lights back on. Really? Yeah. We have to we ne- maybe we trying could, a little ambience tonight. Maybe we could requisition a dimmer so we could find a, a like a happy medium. Yeah, I was going to say you still look dark, but I forgot there's like a thirty second delay on the Facebook Live. Okay. <laughs> oh, there I am. I'm turning on the lights. Ah, that looks much better. Okay, we're good now. Uh, also at Kokomo this past weekend, Greg Johnson uh, was the late model winner of the Kokomo Clash. He beat uh, Rusty Schlenk. Zeb Wise was the midget winner. Nick Allen won the Modifieds. Justin Grant was the winner of the Sprints. David Short, uh, Street Stock winner. And Jesse Simmons was the Thunder Car winner. Lucas Oil, uh, late models were in action at the uh, Dirt Track World Championship at uh, Portsmouth uh, Raceway Park on Sunday. Uh, newly crowned uh, Lucas Oil late model series champion, Donathan, John, Donathan Javenport? Jonathan Davenport. Thank you. JD, for those that day. know him. He finished second uh, to Josh Richards. Josh Richards right. won that. But uh, Davenport finished second, followed by uh, Brandon Overton, Brandon Shepard, and Zach Dome, which I saw an article on uh, Zach or it was a post or something. Uh, it was pretty interesting. It was 
he was a nice guy. I remember uh, he talking really to him at the uh, Summer Nationals when he yeah, was at when OJ. He, for, when he was up here, he he won a lot of fans' hearts. He really did. He's like a, a normal dude. Not doesn't have a lot of a lot of money. I guess shows up at the track without uh, a lot of extra parts and just. Uh, but he's good. I mean, he's he's up there uh, fifth in the uh, Lucas Oil Series. There. I wonder if Jonathan one. Davenport still used his pickup truck and enclosed trailer. I don't know. Oh, come on, Scott. You're supposed to know this stuff. Whatever. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, Sprint Car Series. Darren Pittman led every lap at uh, Lakeside Speedway in I'm Kansas. I'm sorry. It wasn't Davenport anyway. It was McCready. It was McCready yeah. But that's okay. I wasn't. I was just going to. I was moving on. No, okay. you weren't. You were feeling under you the were, weather, so I was going to let that one call, go. You were going to call me out no, sometime. I was going to let that go. Oh, by the way. <laughs> it's the wrong guy, Ron. Uh, where was and I? you wouldn't mention that. Darren Pittman led every lap at Lakeside uh, Speedway in Kansas. Uh, that was Friday. That was his ninth World of Outlaw feature win of the year. Donnie Schatz, guess how, how many wins he has Ooh. this year? Because wow. he picked up another one. Over 20? 20. He got win number 20 uh, Saturday night at Dodge City. This is the sixth consecutive season, I didn't realize this, that, he, that his uh, team has accomplished at least uh, 20 wins in a season. Right. That's crazy. Impressive. And it's not a very yeah. well-funded team either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tony Stewart. <laughs> um, uh, World of Outlaw uh, World Finals coming up on uh, November 1st through the 3rd at the dirt track at uh, Charlotte for both the World of Outlaw sprint cars and late models. Right. And I believe that's the final race of the season for them. It's it's not a... Uh, We're just about there. It's about but, the end of the season. But, but start talking, start, almost time to start talking indoor racing. It is. And, Scott, the season yeah. just keeps getting stretched out farther and farther and farther. And it yeah. starts in January. Yeah. It, it just... It, it seems like just a couple of years ago that everything ended, you know, end of September, and that was it. Now we're well into November. John Deere says uh, we need to get Australian racing results now. We can do our that. season's ending. Yeah. We can do that. We can make uh, him the our official Australian uh, consultant. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. He could call Alan in every or, week and yeah. let us know what's going on down under. Races season's, uh, what is it, just getting underway down there? Yes. I got some news about uh, NASCAR in Australia. Coming really? Too, yeah. NASCAR in Australia? Yeah. Really? You didn't hear about this? No. Yes. Oh, Scott. Got a, got a scoop on you for a change. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's talk to to our guests here in the studio. Uh, we have uh, Mike Young, again, Dennis Wisman uh, Sr. as well. Some pavement racers. We don't get uh, we don't get to talk to the pavement guys as much as, as I'd like to. So I'm I'm glad that uh, that Ron was De- able to Dennis get told you guys us that there. he had 34 years. Mike, how about you? 36, uh, wasn't it? 36. Uh, 36. Probably 36. 18. Holy cow! Years. Have 50, you been racing that long? Yeah. 54 years. What, you uh, just yeah, did the I math. There? Yeah. 19. It'd be 19. Or you're 54 years. Up. No, them. You did the math. We're about equal. I can tell you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. We were just at the bowling alley the other night, and someone brought in an old program from uh, 1991. And somebody asked Mike, "Were you alive?" He was two years old. They had my picture. <laughs> they were showing me in my my picture in the program. And Mike was two. That's when I graduated high school. That's when I was going to Flat Rock yeah. on a regular basis. <laughs> By the way, before we get real far into it, all summer we had really good success with oh, yeah. our guests coming in and uh, winning a feature event the the following week. Well. Mike has done racing for the year, but 
he won a pretty good event, his first ever 300 in bowling, uh, yeah. Jugs Bowling Center in Toledo, and uh, the place went wild. It really did. It was it was cool. It's a fine job he did. Uh, I've been bowling probably about 20 years, but uh, in '03 I started uh, start uh, varsity. So I've been since that, since '03 trying for a 300, and uh, it finally came along. That was cool. He's you come, think uh, he's you, come really close <laughs> before, yeah. You think that your uh, outstanding driving skills contributed to your bowling skills? Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> I uh, The last ball, I wasn't even nervous at all. You I don't get rattled. No, uh, but the the uh, the 11th ball, I kind of pulled it a little bit and it went Brooklyn. Nah, but, uh, I the, didn't see that. <laughs> but the last <laughs> ball, I just went up there like a just, uh, just normal frame and just rolled off my fingers and, and then pretty... It uh, crushed the pocket pretty good, and I was pretty shocked. And it know? didn't leave a 10-pin. No, it mm-hmm. didn't. But uh, the second and third game, I left plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> Is this what all racers do during the offseason, bowling? you got to do something and competitive. Hockey and hockey games. Hockey games. I'm, I'm down with the hockey games. But you got to do something competitive, Scott. I mean, you can't just quit cold turkey and... Yeah, there, there's there's a competitive nature that's built into racers, and yeah, you got to do something. Our bowling league is full of bowlers. I mean, not a lot of mountain bowlers. Of course, it's full of bowlers, but it's full of race car drivers. <laughs> it is. Race car driver league. It's a good time. Okay. And, yeah. and it wasn't planned that way. No. It was originally a Dana league right. and, and for Dana employees, but uh, yeah, a bunch of racers. Or, All right. In that. Or guys that have worked on cars, yeah. the teams and everything. So uh, you drink in the summer and you drink in the wintertime, so it's right. good. Got to keep your physique. <laughs> let's uh, for for our some of our listeners that aren't uh, familiar with you guys, let's uh, start off by uh, giving us a little bit of background how you guys how each of you got into racing and how you've gotten to where you are now. Uh, me, I uh, grew up watching my father race at uh, Flat Rock for uh, I think thirteen, fourteen years. He started out in street stocks and worked himself up to late models, and then uh, what was his his name? Uh, Paul Young. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I think he stopped racing in 99, and then we took a year off, and then uh, there was a go-kart in the race shop, and uh, I started tearing it apart, and Mom wasn't very happy that we were going back racing again, and that's when it started <laughs> again. So I've been racing since I was 10, I'm 28 now, so 18 years, just uh, I, and that's all I do, work and race and, and bowling. But, uh, so when did you get into stock cars then? Uh I ran go-karts, uh, ran nationals, and uh, went to Fremont Speedway, uh, Palmyra. And then uh, Dad says, uh, we need to step up. Uh, you're not going to go anywhere in go-karts. So he was looking for a four-cylinder car, and we ran uh, Toledo on uh, 06. And then uh, he we or we bought a ARCA truck in 07. We went, well, we went racing in 07 to 010. And then... Uh, Got ourselves an ARCA car, ARCA Remax car, and raced that for a year. And then uh, I drove someone Sportsman in 11. And then uh, at the end of 11, we uh, bought our own Sportsman car, and we've always had that since. So you've run a, a few ARCA races then, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I ran uh, Toledo and Winchester in our own ARCA car. How was that? Fun. Um, <laughs> it's very expensive. Uh, Winchester, uh, someone drove over the top of us and destroyed the body and uh we couldn't afford to put a body back on it and then all of a sudden then all of a sudden there was uh 
a bunch of rules for SFI rated seats and uh, fire extinguishers that got to be changed out, and we wasn't going to be able to afford that. So we sold it and bought ourselves a sportsman car, and uh, we've just been running locally here. And then uh, last couple of weeks we uh, got, or we have another car, we ran uh, some CRA races. Uh, one was uh, Indy, and then last week uh, we came back from Winchester. How'd you do there? Uh, Winchester, we finished uh, eighth, uh, I think uh, 24 cars, 50 lapper. Um, and then Indy, uh, first time being at that track and racing against those guys, we I think we qualified 12th, finished 10th. Um, is so that is that the old uh, what used to what used to be called Indianapolis uh, Raceway Park? IRP or right. P, however okay. you want to say it. But yeah, but now it's like Lucas Oil yep. Raceway or something like that. Yep. Right. So nice. yeah, that's uh, I guess uh, this winter uh, they're going to be putting like 10, 10 million dollars into that track and the uh, drag strip to revamp that so Na- our NASCAR will come back with the trucks and uh, Xfinity cars to come back there on the small track. That'd be cool. Uh, Copper or just Xfinity? Xfinity and trucks now. Okay. But, but uh, they're they're trying to get the Cup Series back there because of Indy. So. Another short track. That would be cool. I remember I remember yeah. it used to be that whole uh, Indy weekend where they'd run yeah, oh, yeah. the, well, it was... What was it? It wasn't the Xfinity series back then, but uh, it was Bush. Or Bush, yeah, whatever it was, or, and the truck series or nationwide. Or... Yeah. <laughs> well, and that very same weekend, Anderson, Indiana, Anderson, Indiana has little their five, little five hundred. It's a lot of racing. Yeah, five hundred laps in a in a sprint car. In a full full sprint car, there. That'd be yeah. fun to watch. How many times do they have to stop for fuel? Ooh, a few. Okay. They get creative on the on the fueling too. Did the, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, they don't have the, you know, the dump cans and everything. They got to put something behind the driver. And okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, Dennis, you've been uh, doing this uh, quite a few years. Not quite as many as uh, this guy right no, here, no, but not, uh, not, as, not as many years as Ron. But I've been uh, 36 years. I've been doing it. My brothers first started racing down at Toledo Speedway, and I used to go and help them all the time, and then. Uh, it's funny how I actually started the night I started. They had a demolition derby that night, and they were going to have the demolition derby at the end of the night. And my brothers let me drive the demolition derby in the street stock that night. And that's I got the bug from then on. And I ran uh, Toledo from all the way up to 1990, and then I went to Flat Rock and Arca, which is actually closer to my home. But. So when did you start uh, not going just in a circle? I only ran one year. The first year I ran uh, 1982, I ran a street stock, and at the end of the year. Uh, all the ARCA Flat Rock figure eight cars came down there, and they only had, like, nine cars, and they asked the street stocks, you want to run figure eight? And I ran with them, knocked the whole front end off my car, but, man, I had a ball, and I, I've been hooked ever since. And they started their own division that next year, and that's all I've ever run. I've tinkered around, you know, playing on oval and that, but I just I just love figure eight. It wasn't long, or not very much before you started, that virtually everybody started in figure eight. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the, the legendary racers at, at Toledo and Flat Rock started in figure eight, and that was just part of the progression. Right. I remember watching, was it Bob's dude? Yep. Uh, big, big, big Ohio guy was Chuck Hall. He was, yep. he's, he was known worldwide, buddy. He was the world figure eight champion a couple of years in New York. They used to go to New York and run it. I slipped New York. Yep. My dad texted me some uh, a driver. That he used to watch. That was a crazy guy. He said uh, from the, that was in the seventies. 
I forget his name. He had a strange name. John Anderson, Jerry That's McCarrow. not a strange name. Luby Allen. Luby oh, Allen. My goodness. oh, my goodness. Luby he Allen. was legendary, too. <laughs> right. Did you ever race against him? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. I raced against his sons. Both his sons used to after he had retired. I only raced like maybe one year with Chuck Hall, and then he retired. I, I kind of had the, I, I got the distinct, I, I got to race with the, the fathers, now I'm racing with the sons. And <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, you, you can tell, the, the you know, the guys that were great drivers, their sons are just as good, you know. And, uh, I mean, as far as figure eight racing, my, my all-time hero is my, my older brother, Crazy Dave, man. Anybody knows him that went to Toledo uh, back in the day, he was, uh, he was something else down there. So was there any apprehension or, you know, were you scared at all the, fir- the first time you did that in, a, what, a street stock? Yeah. Well, actually, my brother started racing at Flat Rock, and I used okay. to watch him. I used to sit, and I used to watch the figure eights, man, and I used to scare me you're to death. You're exciting as used to scare me to death, man. <laughs> I used to think, my gosh, you're going to hit. I mean, it, it, it honestly scared me to death, but when the, 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 the time came for me to have to try it, I tried it and I loved it. From, from was that base? Was that when they were running basically street stock cars with a door plate? Yep, that's that's when I started. We ran the figure eight at Toledo. It was basically a bomber. It was it was all stock all the way through. And at that time, they were running uh, like a third design uh, stock front clip car at Flat Rock with inline six cylinders, which we didn't know nothing about. And in 1990, I moved up there and bought a car with an inline in it and just took off from there. How have the car? I mean, those cars have changed so much over the years now. Like oh, yeah. you said well, now. Well, my first my first figure eight car in 1982 was a '68 Chevelle, and it was pretty much stock except I get get a spring out of a pickup truck and put it in the right front. And uh, my car now, we have an outlaw car that we run uh, at the three hour in Indianapolis, and we're going to run it in Florida in February. And it's it's just it's a super late model is what it is. 850 horsepower. I mean, it's just. Does it have open fenders the way the... Yep, yep, uh, it, yep. It actually, that's our, our cars at Flat Rock took on that look with the open fenders and a big... It looks like a, a, like a, a modified. It's like a modified, yeah. It looks like a modified. big wings on the and back. The drivers, they got the big wings. But, but the driver set's pretty well-centered, correct? Yep, yep. They build the cars because you want them to be exact, equal, left and right, so they get the driver as center of the car as you can, and you want it, want it to... I mean, it's center and back towards the back, kind of leaning over the rear end. So, Mike, have... Would you ever consider uh, driving a racing a figure eight? I wouldn't mind it. Um, there was a couple of times I drove the the, the school bus figure eight at uh, Toledo, and that was fun. <laughs> and uh, you keep it on all the wheels. Yeah, I do, but I pretty much hit everyone else. Just don't don't over. they don't they get paid extra for yeah dumping them over? <laughs> now the funnest part of Mike running the bus was his dad before the race walking around begging everybody, "Please don't hurt my boy! Please don't hurt my boy!" <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I still had a race the following yeah, week. He had a race <laughs> for a championship. Yeah, he was running for the championship. Please don't hurt my boy. But it, but it's fun. Um, what kind of safety stuff do they do to those buses? Anything at all? Just a five-point harness, and then they put a bunch of padding on the left-hand side and turn you loose. Yeah. They put a, they have a rollover bar that they actually oh, bolt, yeah. bolt into the floorboard. Okay. It's basically just a, like a drag, drag a hoop that goes okay. over the driver and then goes down. So those don't get going very fast, do they? Uh, you'd be surprised. Some of them, get, some of them are pretty fast. Yeah. At Toledo, you ain't going to get very fast. What's uh, what's more, uh, I guess is more for you, uh, What what's more fun to drive, the school bus or, or your regular uh, oh, I, flat I, rack car? Bus don't compare to my regular car. I mean, the bus, I have a ball. I I actually, I, I get in the bus and I look more at 
making the people in the stand scream than I do about winning. And I, I usually end up crashing out pretty early because <laughs> I want to do something spectacular, you know. And, well, that's more – That's I, I'm assuming that the school bus uh, race is not really – so much of a race as it is a show compared to the your regular figure well, eight. Well, the thing is, you'll get eight eight guys in there, and out of the eight, you're trying to hit them, though, yeah, aren't well, you? Well, there'll, there'll be two guys there concentrating on winning, and the other five are concentrating <laughs> on keeping them guys from winning. So it, it gets to be pretty fun. It's 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 a ball. I had the, I had the perfect bus race this year at Flat Rock. I actually I hit three guys and rolled them over, and then I got hit coming across for the checker flag to win, and I actually come across on the checker flag on my side. So it's like, that's perfect for me, man. I won, plus I tore up a bunch of buses, plus I rolled. Were either <laughs> of you uh, involved in that uh, that bus that crashed through the wall at Toledo Speedway years ago? Yeah, I was actually in that bus race, and my bus, I had knocked the front end off of it, and I actually came up in the stands, and I was standing right at the wall looking down the straightaway when that bus I was standing there holding my grandson, and he and this guy, he hit, and he wasn't even looking. And I looked up, and I just started backing up because I knew he was going to hit the wall hard, and he came right through it, man. That was something else. So you were in the stands then when yeah, that happened? Yeah, I was actually in the stands, yeah. That was frightening. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I understand that there's some rule changes coming this year. How's that going to affect everything? No, they've, they've, they've changed it up. we got some new tires, a little bit wider supposed to be a better compound. No, I know that Mike has longer. had some experience with those. Right. Um, like so who's your D800 tire? Right. Yeah. You like that tire? Uh, it's a little wider. Um, the tire don't fall off as much. Um, it's going to help the guys that can't afford the tires week to week. You can... Uh, They'll repeat? Yeah. They don't seem to fall off. Uh, the tires we ran at Indy had about 40 laps or so from the feature, and we didn't race another two weeks, so they sat in a trailer and got hard, and we went right back to Winchester and practiced them, and they didn't seem any harder than they were when we got them. Uh, The tire wear seemed good. They didn't seem to to chunk up or fall off. Dirt dirt guys grind their tires uh, between, sometimes between races, certainly between uh, weeks. I wonder if that would make a difference to to bring a tire back. I would have no idea. Don't no idea. Huh? I have no idea. I've never had a grand tire. All right. Just on when we ran go karts, when we ran dirt, that's all we did was clean them up a little bit. But mm-hmm. I never had to do anything on pavement. Okay. So Dennis, they're they're changing changing the tire rule and and it's for everybody, for right. all classes. Yeah, that's right. Because those tires are running all the classes except late miles, so yeah. everybody's getting them. But the figure eights, they also changed. Uh, we went from uh, a V6 and crate motor to next year they're having a, it's basically a street stock motor. It's open V8 rule. It's not open, but, you know, they have rules. 355 cube steel yep. block steel yep. heads. Stock, 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 uh, stock stroke. I think 60 over, I think it is. I don't even know that much about them. Stock heads. I think they're allowed uh, the aluminum, uh, not the aluminum, the, uh, the world product heads, yeah. the cast iron heads. But we're going to have to run a two barrel with it. And we can only run cast exhaust manifolds. So, what's the? Do you know what the reason was for the? Um, just the lack of cars. And, you think uh, that's? Do you think that'll yeah, help? I hopefully it will. You know, I mean, you you got guys with with, with they got the whole powertrain. You know, the drivetrain from a street stock. Maybe they'll try figure eight. You know, I mean, and even building a V six is probably yeah. a little more than building a V eight. Yeah, and it's a lot e- easier to find a V eight than yeah. a V six. Right, it's a more common. Nice. Uh, They're kind of dinosaurs anymore. They are. Yeah. Chuck wants to know, uh, Chuck Fowler, he wants to know if any of you remember Jerry Kuzno from Temperance Body Shop. 
Oh, he I, thinks he I, drove I, an, an Oldsmobile. If yesterday. it matters, I do. Well, no. you remember everybody, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have a lot of video going on, I, I've noticed. Uh, do you do all that, all that yourself, or do you have somebody that does that for I, you? you got... I don't do it. Uh, there's a kid named Billy Cooth. He comes to the track. He brings all his cameras, puts them all over the car and everything, um, and he has a blast at that, and I just let him do his thing. Um, I think at Winchester... I think he had nine nine cameras on the car for the future. <laughs> uh, and then on Sunday, uh, for the 400, he was walking up and down the field, and he seen Johnny Van Doren had 12 on his car, and, I, and he says, I guess I need to step my my program up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, he, he has a blast at putting those cameras in the car, and actually it gives me feedback that I can sit back and watch the race. I was going to ask uh, if, if you watch that footage. I watch them pretty much every night before I go to bed uh, <laughs> just to see the line I'm running versus someone else, uh, to see how far their car falls off compared to mine. Do you ever, do you ever watch it think that maybe the outcome's going to be different this time? Sometimes, yeah. I, I find myself <laughs> doing the same thing. <laughs> and uh, I talk to myself, you know, uh, or, you know, still on the edge of the seat, but knowing what happens, you know. So, yeah, he uh, he, he does did. all the videos the pictures he's actually put in his or his 360 cam in his car he does a really good job man what's the he do on saturday does, nights yeah. well he, he came up he's to my on saturday <laughs> he put one in my figure eight car one of those 360 cameras that was cool man Wait, we need that. to see him out at oakshade once in a while sure. i'm i'm sure billy's listening so uh right. i will send him over to run well he's yeah. been in your shop plenty of time to pick up parts yeah um he's got plenty of mounts he'll yeah, the video looks good. I, I was enjoying watching them, especially <laughs> the one where the split screen with the front and behind. It was kind of a little, little disconcerting. It was like, right. well, you got a car right in front of you. Well, you got a car right behind you. There's been yeah. a couple of times that uh, he records the radio throughout the whole race, and he turns that into the whole video. So you watch the video while my dad's on the spotter stand talking, which I'm not going to talk back because I don't re- really pay attention sometimes. <laughs> Or I hear him complaining a little too much. I just turn down the radio. Turn down the volume a little bit. <laughs> I hope your dad's listening. <laughs> I'm sure he is, and he knows I turn it down sometimes, or I just don't even pay attention. But uh, yeah, um, just I'm... just keep your thumb pulsing on the push to talk button, <laughs> and he'll tell you you're breaking up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, we we talked about the the school bus figure eight races that both of you have driven. That there's the there's all kinds of other figure eight races, the boat races, all these other things. Have you driven all those as well? Yeah, I've pretty much run all those uh, fun races. I've tried all of them. They're... Is there any anything that, any figure eight races of any kind that you haven't done? Uh, I really can't think of none. <laughs> Man, I've done the buses and the chains and the boats and I haven't done one on dirt yet. <laughs> you, you, were tell, you were telling us before yeah. we went on uh, about the announcer up at, at Flat Rock in Toledo yeah. that uh, was the the trail Gary. car in a, in a in a chain race. Yep. Gary Lindall. Yeah, Gary Lindall. He's the voice of the figure eights. What I call him, man. He's he's, he's a heck of an announcer up there. And uh, they had a figure eight chain race, and he was actually the back car, and he had, he was mic'd up for the race. And, uh, I'm surprised he didn't curse out loud a few times because I, I roughed him up pretty good. <laughs> now, was was that a two- or three-car chain? Two cars. Okay. The car in the front has the motor and no brakes, and the car in the back has no motor and has the brakes. <laughs> got to trust somebody. you got to have to put some trust in somebody sometime, I guess. And you were, you, you you were trying to him hit try, him. You didn't, oh, feel yeah. him. you didn't feel him locking up the brakes or anything? Uh, there's, there was actually the, the – actually, it was the last chain race I ran. 
one of my buddy Eugene, the big machine warden, and and the front car don't have no brakes, and he jumped, and it was a last minute deal. He jumped in the back when I went, and this went out, and I kept thinking, man, he's not slowing me down at all. And every time I look in the mirror, he's flying back and forth in the in the mirror, man, and he was back there. I mean, we we I had a guy in the intersection, I, and after the race, he got out of the car. He says, man, you are crazy. He said I had no brakes at all, and he <laughs> and, and it was funny because you look in the car and the emergency brake, he had pulled it so hard he pulled it right out of the floorboard <laughs> trying to slow himself down. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a ball, man. It was fun. I, I still laugh about that when I think about it because I worked him over good. He 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 had to work pretty hard that night. <laughs> Paul Young's listening. He says hi. Okay, be careful. Hey, what, be careful so, what you say, Mike. Yeah, so. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. He's listening to you, yeah. but you just don't listen to him. Apparently, isn't he supposed to be working? What's he? What's he listening? No, to? he's on first shift. Oh, so, is he? Okay, so he's up from his nap, and then he'll go back to sleep, and then <laughs> he'll wake up at three o'clock and go to work. So how is it uh, racing against uh, your son? Oh, uh, it's something else, man. He's, uh, and you know, I mean, I have so much fun running with him. I, I was telling the wife, I said, you know, I'm thinking I, I need to retire and just help him because I, I know what he's driving, and he could be, if he drove what I drove, he'd really be kicking my butt because I got better equipment than he has, and he, and he is, I mean, he took right to it. And just for the record, you finished uh, second in points at Fly Rock this year, and he was uh, third in points. He was third, yeah. So, and Jeremy Vanderhoof seemed to win everything. He did. He, I think he won every race he showed up at, flat ride. <laughs> yeah, I think it was six for six. Yeah, he was six for six. So, uh, how how hard was it to uh, to learn figure eight racing and how everybody races each other? Or would you just got in there and picked it up? Is it like chicken? No, not really. It's it, 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 There's a method to the madness. I mean, I know it looks wild sometimes, but you kind of know who's going to go and who's not. Every once in a while, you'll get a wild card in there, or, <laughs> or you'll get to a point to where you pass a lap car, and, and you actually you do. I went through the intersection a lot and forgot to look and went through there and said, whoo, I forgot, you know, and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely a different animal, but it's... You kind of get out there and you get in a zone, and once you get in a zone, I mean, it's everything's good until like somebody slams on the brakes, and they, people don't realize when somebody slams on the brakes, it just ruins everything. I mean, it just changes everything. You lose the rhythm. Yep, you lose your rhythm exactly. I figured you guys aren't looking when you go through the intersection; you just kind of close your eyes. Now you look more going through the corner, and by the time you come off the corner, you already know what you're, you're going to do at the intersection. You so. pick your spot. Yep. You're coming off the corner. Okay. That's what makes it tough. Every year, we only go down and run with the, the outlaw guys down south two or three times a year and you really don't know you know there's certain guys down there you really don't know it takes a while to get used to them you know i mean i've been running down there for four or five years now so hopefully i can get a little better at it down there and uh the world championship uh, you just did do you run with those guys a lot or are you familiar no, with that's, them that's actually only the third time i ran with those okay. guys we're, we're going down to florida in february to run at showtime speedway they have 150 lap uh, southern nationals in february we went the last two years it's more like a vacation than it is racing, but I mean, I seems mean, like I, all the racers go down to Florida. I, in I February. get to take the wife and call it a vacation, but I get to race too. So I mean, everything works out good. So you're taking the car down there. Yeah, we're taking. You the car said down those there guys have got open motors, though. Yeah, mm, yeah. Kind of like taking a knife to a gunfight, or do you compete well against? <laughs> no, no, them? we they don't they don't outmotor us. I guarantee you that. All it's, right, uh, they. Uh, they're a little better in the handling department right now, but we have a brand new car. We're still learning, so I mean, we we can compete down there. Now, the the guys that that run over in Indiana uh, are are they on Leaf Springs? I know for the long longest time that Leaf Springs were kind of the buzzword. Right, the, the majority of them are. There's a few cars here and there that you know they'll they'll try something different. There's some some uh, truck arm cars, a couple of those. But uh-huh. The majority of them are, are Leaf Spring cars. 
So what's uh, what's the hardest hit you've ever had? <laughs> it wasn't in a figure eight car. I, really? It, I, I had two really bad crashes in my racing career, and they're both on a half mile driving a late model sportsman like Mike runs. Where at it? Uh, it was at Toledo, Toledo. Both of them, yeah. What happened? Uh, well, the first one it was just one of them things. I got going down in the going down in the corner. I got turned and hooked and turned up in the wall. And I hit it pretty hard. That one didn't hurt me as bad, but the other one was on. It was in the sportsman. It was on a restart. And, you know, the jack jackrabbit starts, everybody took off, and everybody slowed down, everybody st- stopped again, and I hit the brakes, and I had all back brakes, and the car turned, and I went driver's side into the wall. Ouch. Those were back in the Sonny Adams days? Yeah. No, no, this was, this was our, okay. this was 2000, right. 2002, 2003. Okay. Well, pretty recent. So you have yeah. gone in circles then? Oh, yeah, I've, 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 I've dabbled with it here and there, Did- but, you know, I'm I'm just... Average. I'm didn't just they, average old driver. I'm, I'm nothing special. That's figure did, eight. I like it. Didn't the uh, the heat races for the figure eights? Didn't they used to do the oval? Yeah. And it was just a feature that was the figure figure yep. eight. Yeah, we did that but, when we first started at Toledo and at Flat Rock. They we we run everything. We qualify. They would run a four car dash and a heat race on the oval, and then they would run the figure eight feature. But they switched that back in the was it the nineties that they switched? Yeah, it was right around the ni- nineteen ninety at Flat okay. Rock because you know we actually all got together and man, it's a figure eight division. The only time we get to run <laughs> on the figure eight is in the feature. So all you're going to buy is your notes from the week before in the feature. So why not let us qualify in the figure eight? So then it, everything went to figure eight. So there hasn't been any talk about going back to the old way. Actually, has they're there? talking about they're going to have some retro nights this year at Flat Rock where they're going to go back to the old days and let us qualify in the oval, run a four car dash heat, and then do the figure eight feature. But it's not going to be a regular thing. Not a regular just, thing. They're going to try something a, different. maybe one or two retro nights, they said, to try it, which which would be good. I mean, our cars turn right or left. So, <laughs> Mike, how about you? Any yeah. bad wrecks? Uh, I've had probably three or four hard hits at Toledo. Uh, the first one actually was in the, the ARCA Truck Series. We uh, were getting ready to do a mock qualifying run, and uh, someone blew up on a front stretch, and it just oiled the whole front. And... Uh, Went into one with no brakes and everything, hit the wall pretty hard, and I was knocked out for a couple, you know, a few seconds, and I came to it, and I just was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next one, I think I hit two two hard hits at Toledo in the sportsman car. Uh, the one uh, c- coming out of four, uh, we lacked wheels and picked up the whole front end, and it and just went straight to the wall. Uh, I was knocked out for that. Um don't they have foam in the corners? Not where I hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the car w- went in flames in the front. Uh, the the fuel line busted off and the oil and everything just all caught on fire. And uh, I seen flames and I start panicking. And my suit got caught on the uh, on the seat headrest there. And I tried getting out, getting out. And Dave Arnold came in there and yanked me out. And uh, I seen the car burn. And I said, you need to take care of the car. And he says, you can replace that. You can't replace yourself. You know, so... Right. Um, so I've hit three or four hard hits at Toledo. So, uh, not too far. Those get expensive too. Yes, they were very expensive hits. Um, but it don't phase me anymore. Um, I just get right back out there and try it again. That's what you got to do. You got to jump right back on. So what, uh, this is for uh, both of you. What, uh, what is each of your uh, favorite track to race at? Uh, <laughs> There's uh, when we had uh, the Arca truck, we would always go to Salem Speedway, and I would run. I, I would rather run Salem in the truck than go to Winchester. But when we went there with the Arca car, I wanted to run Winchester, and I think it's Winchester and uh, Toledo. Just uh, 
just too fast, half miles. Banked. Winchester's got a little bit more banking, doesn't it? Than uh, Toledo, or? About 36, 37 yeah. degrees banking on, on both sides. That's a lot. It uh, really puts a lot of G-forces. G I think when Billy had his camera in there, I think it showed like three and a half Gs. Nice. Compared to Toledo, it's like one eight. So it's fun. It's fast. Um, and you're right up against that wall the whole time. Both Winchester and Salem. Yep. Whereas Toledo, you run the inside. You're on, yeah, yeah. But, you hopefully be but, on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Well, doing that though, you have more t more time to go up toward the wall. When you hit the wall, it's going to hurt more. I'm thinking. I, I would rather be up by the wall. Yeah. If, if a tire blows and hit a. Because then you're right there. It's, yeah. It's, that's the old Richard Petty theory. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's, that's the way to go. Closer to the wall, you're not going to hit it as hard, yeah. right? So uh, what, what's your favorite track? Uh, pretty much anything with an intersection in it. I mean, but <laughs> I, I'm really fond of the Toledo Speedway, the small track there. I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't take their cars down there because it's so small, but that's where I started, man. It's just a little tiny bull ring, but I love racing there. But I, I'd say my favorite right now is Anderson Speedway. We went down to Anderson and ran a couple outlaw figure eight races, and, man, that place is something else. You come down hard off that banking. I remember the first time I coming off at speed, I came down off the corner, and it jerked down so bad I kind of got – lightheaded i was like what the heck was that man i mean it's 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 kind of like a flat rock speedway on steroids it's 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 definitely fast you guys are gonna have to start going through astronaut training for all the g's <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> so have you raced uh where, where else uh, around uh the michigan ohio indiana area have uh, have you guys raced that uh, we haven't talked about yet i've raced uh kill care speedway down in okay. dayton area uh um, anything at sandusky uh the trucks ran there at sandusky okay. ran there uh we ran Anderson a couple times. Uh, there's a few tracks in Canada that we used to go to. Uh, Sabo Beach, uh, it's like six hours past the border. Um, and then there's That's Delaware Speedway. Yep. Right. Uh, Lake Lake e Lake Erie Speedway in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, Winchester and Salem and Indy. And I'm sure there's a couple more that I'm forgetting, but there's been plenty of tracks. So you, yeah, I, we, I mean, other than Flat Rock and Toledo, uh, down there in Indianapolis at the Speedrome uh, at Anderson, uh, I never they stopped racing at Kilcare the year before I started racing because they used to have a fifty lapper down there every year. I never got to race down there. I mean, we raced up at Spartan Speedway. That's a fun track. Uh, right. old, old Paul Zimmer, man, he used to be something else. And Paul, and then the Galesburg Speedway. And I was uh, going to ask you about Galesburg. We get up there once a year with the Outlaw car. And uh, I know they've got a figure eight track. Just wondering if you'd ever been there. We, we actually, it's a different place. Yeah, ARCA used to have 250 lappers here every year. It was, it was like one of my favorite racetracks. It's got really long, flat corners for a figure eight right. track. And if you miss a corner, you just go out in the trees. It's, there's no wall. <laughs> my brother actually went out into the trees qualifying one night. He, he seen him. He hit the brakes, and the front tires locked up, and pew, off he went. Off out in the back stretch? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, he, he, went out, he went out to the weeds. But Galesburg Speedway, that's it's. We actually had, they had an outlaw race up there, and uh, there was a bunch of guys who were supposed to come up from Indiana, and they never. I think only two guys showed up. They still uh, do the figure eights at Spartan Speedway. I believe they do like a bomber figure eight uh, once okay. or twice a year. I haven't been I, there I, since I really the '90s. Like, but. I'd really love to get another ARCA race up there because the fans really love the ARCA cars up there with the six cylinders. And I mean, there's a lot of people that are. I mean, we show up and there are people that have our T-shirts on, and we hadn't raced there in like six years because <laughs> we had one. We had a race there, I think, in I think uh, Robbie Loving uh, 
got one race there. I think it was in 2003 or 2004, and it was it was fun. Um, have you, either of you two uh, done any dirt racing? Uh, the trucks ran on dirt. Uh, Did they? Uh, we ran uh, Ty- uh, Tyler County in West Virginia, and then we ran uh, Springfield into Coin on a one mile pave or uh, not pave but dirt. Uh, when the USAC cars were always there. How do you like that compared to uh, running on asphalt? Uh, it was actually smooth. It, it was probably the smoothest track I've ever raced on. It was fast they and smooth. Are, when the ARCA cars were there or when USAC was there, it's it's just black and slick and really, really smooth. And and there was no bumps, no roots or nothing. It was, right. it was like freshly paved blacktop. Slippery. But Slippery. It, freshly yeah. paved back um, blacktop. To haul a, a, like a twenty four hundred pound car or a truck into that little or that wide turn to do an hundred and twenty, <laughs> and sideways. <laughs> so is it more challenging uh, than doing it on asphalt? Oh yeah. Okay. For for a guy that really don't like dirt to go to a dirt track to to try to run that is is very uh, conceiving to, to put the truck sideways to go to, to go left. <laughs> do they have any yeah. uh, any ringers that uh, that run that then? Uh, the truck series is done now, but uh, there was a couple guys that were that would come in that would rent trucks for the ARCA cars to get practice for the track. Uh, I think Justin Marks did it a couple times. Uh, John West Townley did it a couple times, um, but they didn't really care for it because uh, it's only twenty four hundred pounds, real real scary truck compared to a thirty four hundred pound car. So, uh, but it was fun. Gotcha. Any, any dirt? Uh, yeah, this is kind of a funny story. In two, I think it was 2006. My buddy Billy Early that raises figure eight with us up at Flat Rock, he says, hey, man, there's an invitational. And his dad always goes down and watch at Oakshade. He said, there's a sportsman invitational. My dad wants to go take the car down. You want to go? So we went. And I, mean, I didn't change. We didn't change gear. We had our same uh, sportsman tires on it and everything else. We just went down there to run this, this sportsman invitational. Well, first, as soon as we got there, I walk up on the track, and I'm watching the cars. I'm thinking, God, man, them guys are fast, but I think I can compete. I said, they're pretty good, you know. And, I, and then about that time, they pulled off the track, and they say, oh, okay, sportsman, you're next. I'm saying, well, those weren't the sportsmen? They said, no, those were bombers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out the only difference between a sportsman and a late model was, I think, aluminum heads at the right. time. So we basically raced with late models. And then we started, I mean, I I had a ball. I, I know the first time I went on the track, I thought, this Got to drive it in and set it in there. I went down there and went in the corner, turned the wheel, and the car just started sliding. I thought, here we go. I'm going to go right off the end of this track and end up in the pitch right by my truck. <laughs> but, it, but it caught that groove and it went around. I mean, I didn't have enough gear, but I had fun. I didn't finish last. <laughs> a lot of rear brake. Yeah. Well, I run a lot of rear brake in my right. car anyways, but I didn't have enough gear. Plus, I had a V6, so I, yeah. But you had fun. Yeah, it was ball. It was fun. All right. Um, so what do you guys uh, have planned for for next year? Same thing, same old, same old. Running uh, Toledo for you, or uh, we're probably gonna concentrate back on the Silver Cup Series again if they have that back again the the three races, and then uh, we're gonna figure out what what races to go run with CRA Sportsman. Okay. Now the the CRA cars the the rules are getting pretty close with 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 your Toledo Sportsman um, late model Sportsman cars. For me to change from my Sierra car to Toledo any night, I would have to uh, put uh, two barrel on, uh, put a smaller spoiler on it, and put uh, my exhaust tip on to a two and a half inch, and then set a five inch. 
But you've got a dedicated car for the CRA now? Yeah. Or? Okay. Um, but uh, the other guys that are out there, they're on coilovers and bumps and everything else. Uh, the Toledo car, you got to have a, a steel body shock and a spring separate of five-inch right. spring. So we have both cars set up the same. So at any night, if one car gets wrecked, I can I, I have another car in the garage. So I'm not bouncing around and buying shocks and different springs and a different shock package. That, that can drive you nuts. And and really make you broke. Yeah. <laughs> so both cars are pretty much the same. Um, and we're actually competing with those guys. It's, it's, it's pretty much like a, a super serious car that that has a ton of money in shocks and mm-hmm. we're going there with not very much of a shock package like them but we're still running pretty well decent with them but uh that's probably what we're going to do mostly so uh do you pay for all this yourself do you have a sponsor i mean uh, uh it's it's 50 50 um i have tons of sponsors on my uh uh, the sportsman car at Toledo. Uh, Tell we, us about them. Yeah, uh, we got Todd's Guns. Uh, we got uh, Ballast GMC Buick, um, Jugs Bowling Center, Race Door, uh, Denny's Timeout Tavern, uh, Hearts Machine Shop, uh, Remax Preferred Associates, and uh, I'm I'm sure there's a couple more that I'm forgetting, <laughs> but they- the car is full of. Full of sponsors. And they help you. That helps uh, offset oh, some oh, of the costs. Oh, yeah. right. Those same folks help with the CRA car. Pretty much, yes. Um, we we didn't letter up the car for the last two races because it was uh, pretty much crunch time to get that car to the track. And uh, but when we go racing this year, those sponsors will be on the car for sure. So what you, what what will be your uh, first race the next year? Uh, we're probably gonna run when the uh, CRA. Super Series comes with uh, late models at Toledo. Uh, we'll have to buy some 10-inch rims and tires and uh, get us ready when when we do race in, uh, I think it's May, but I think they'll be there in April. Why not uh, January 1st at uh, Sandusky Speedway? Somebody needs to beat that guy over there. My my stuff won't compete with his. Ooh, you never know. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a lot more experience on pavement than yeah. me, so. Yeah, the last three or four years, it's been nice and dry. It has. And cold. Well, it's always cold. <laughs> cold, cold. But that, that should give Paul some time to get some red paint on that black hood. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it, it's getting scuffed right now, and, and it's going black. There you go. Or there red. Go. It, it's going to go all red. So what, Dennis, what? you going with 37? Huh? 37, 37 years? 37 years? Hell yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not going. I I, I enjoy it too much. I understand. Man. We, we uh we come February we're going to go down to uh, Showtime Speedway and run that Southern Nationals and uh, uh, that car that we run that Outlaw car is sponsored by Royal Truck and Trailer Carl Baumgartner man he takes care of us and uh, Apollo Broach and then uh, me and my boys going to go after that figure eight again next year and uh, see see what we can do. Just uh, pretty much running uh, Toledo and Flat Rock. Yep. Do we do much at Toledo anymore? Wish, wish we'd get more at Toledo. I think we only had uh, four races down there yeah. last year. And then, like, my boy's the same way, man. He loves that place, you know. I mean, before he even started driving or racing, he used to get old videos of my brother David and me down there running. And from day one, he just took to that track for some reason, and he's just, just really good down there. He's good at Flat Rock, too, though. Like, 
going to be able to take care of Billy this year? I don't know. Billy's tough, man. <laughs> Billy's uh, he's really tough. I don't know. I, mean, I think I'm. I think we're going to go with the V8 and try. You know, I I kind of got suckered into that whole thing with the V6 and inline because everybody went to V6s and I stuck with the inline. And I went two years, and the first time I got in a V6 car, I'm like, wow, why didn't I get in this two years ago? <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for that again. I think I'm gonna have a V8 in the car next year. So me and the boy both. Just an old bomber motor, right? It was an old bomber motor, stock, <laughs> basically stock. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you ever run the uh, hangover race at Sandusky? Uh, I know there's been some figure eight drivers that show I Actually, I took my son down there a couple years ago, and uh, I've ran it. I we need some competition I, for I know this my, guy. I know my brother somebody. ran it. Yeah, Rock, you, guys, you guys were there. tough, man. You guys were there a couple years ago. It's going to be tough to beat down there. But in figure eight car, you got a big bumper on there. You can just move them out of I your way. It, I think it was like two years, two or three years ago I took my son down there, and I thought Steve had him covered, and I think he got a flat tire, didn't he? He was, he was uh, on I you. Think he, I think he broke a ball joint he, he or broke something. something. Yeah. He has he was a lot there. of mechanical issues. He seems to be the only one that has any <laughs> shot at beating you, and but then it always something happens. And because he's got a setup guru. Guru. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And he leaves a lot and leaves Ron in the, in the garage by himself. You know, that ball joint that fell yeah. off? <laughs> it's a little fishy. Well, and, and the year that he did drive away from me, I was kind of watching, and he was really using up his tires, and I was keeping mine. And end of the race would have been a whole lot different. So you got a little more asphalt experience than him as far as saving J- tires. Just a bit. Okay. <laughs> well, see, that's where you guys would have an advantage there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about saving tires. I just go out and go fast. Yeah. (laughs) Go fast and turn left. Well, in your case, left and right. Left and right. (laughs) Turn left, close your eyes. Turn right, close your eyes. You said said you're picking your spot coming out of the corner. (laughs) Although you forget to look sometimes. Yeah, you do. It, it, It happens. Is it like an unwritten rule where... The guys at the back of the pack have to kind of give where the guys at the front of the pack aren't going to slow down? You know, it might have used to be like that, but it, it's not like that anymore. I mean, you, you know who. There, there's there's a few guys that uh, you know they're not going to hit you, but there's sometimes you go through there and say, Whew. and so they'll, it, they'll come over laughing and say, that was a pretty close one. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is it as close uh, as it looks from the stands? Because I always thought, well, they can't be going as close as it really looks. Uh, not all the time. There's some of them that are, that are pretty close. Okay. It's uh, it's 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 like a controlled chaos is what it is. To get your adrenaline going. Hell yeah. Oh, Still after. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Th- I get a lot of respect for you. And, any chance <laughs> that uh, Toledo's going to bring back that X car class so Scott could go over there and play? X car class. I'm not familiar with this. They ought to get back with the X car. Run a couple X car uh, races at Flat Rock or Toledo. It'd be yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. All right. Do fill in. What is this X car class? Pretty much it's like a run what you brung. Pretty much oh, run okay. what you brung, but you have to run the eight inch tires. Oh, and uh, I think no coilovers. I think it was no yeah. coilovers and eight inch tires and a weight rule. I got all that. There you go. Yeah, I just, I just don't have asphalt tires. I'll, could, have to, we, I'll have to call up Corey. Could, right? We could probably cure that. Okay. <laughs> I bet we could find somebody that'd loan you some. Or... Is the does it run? Do they run the the little track at Toledo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think I'd be actually. They did sort of a road course the last year that they they had a road course down there too. Yeah, they you know they had it. They used to have they had an X car race at Flat Rock, and they had an A main, a B main, a C main, and a D main, and a and a and a sportsman car from the half mile won the D main. (laughs) 
And I wow. think I think a figure eight car won the A main. So, I mean, it's just it's just a bunch of guys getting together and having a good time. I don't know why they don't have more of those. Jessica says that uh, that's my favorite driver, my uncle Dennis. Jessica, <laughs> yeah. all the way from Colorado. Uh, well, I doesn't say where she's at, but no, I'm, I'm, it just says Jessica. Just says Jessica Wisman. Yeah. She's in Colorado. Okay. All right. Well, Jessica, um, make sure that you like the Hammer Down Racing oh, Report right. page before you leave. We're three away from a thousand. Come that's on. right. So before you leave, just make sure you, not this. Well, you can like this video too, but uh, uh, like our page. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, go ahead and uh, visit us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Hammer Down Racing Report. Click on like because at uh, one thousand, uh, we're gonna have a party. It's gonna be exciting, and Ron's gonna give a prize away to the a thousand thousand. Thou then followers. It's real easy as then Scott. Yeah. So again, uh, three more likes. The rebel. All we need the rebel Dennis Wisman. Appreciate you coming in, Mike Young. Appreciate you coming. Do you have a cool nickname too? Showtime. Uh, Showtime. 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 How long have you been the rebel? Because I mean, that's that. Actually, it's 1990 when I came to Flat Rock. Gary Lindahl's one and gave me that yeah. name. Called me the rebel. <laughs> and, and it, it stuck. It's, yeah, it, it always stuck. Did you have a flag on your car at that time? Yeah, or? and actually, that's my, bro, my brother David actually put that flag on the top of his car two years before the Dukes of Hazard ever came out. Really? So, so the, we can claim that over them. Trademark infringement. Trademark, You should, you yeah. should have sued there them. There you go. <laughs> so does uh, your son have a nickname, Junior? Just Junior. Just Junior? They, 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 they throw Little Rubble Junior at him. Little Rubble? Junior <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming in. We just got a couple other... Uh, Man, I appreciate you having me. I had a good time. Thank you. Uh, we already talked about this uh, next year, new tire rule for uh, Flat Rack and Toledo Speedway. The uh, Hoosier D- D800 tire uh, will be permitted for competition in the ARCA late model sportsman, the figure eight, the street stock, and enduro factory stock classes. So I knew you guys are saying this is a good thing. You're all happy about that. There, yep. there, There's a lot of tracks around here that already have that D800. So... There'll be other cars from other tracks, hopefully, to come race with us or us go up there. Uh, so I think that would be a good... So it's good for everybody. Yeah. Hopefully get oh, more car, car count so. up. How has the car count been in the late model sportsman? Uh, I think we've had, like, uh, this year from 10 to 14. Okay. So you could use a few more. Yeah, we could use more. Same with the, the uh, figure eight. Pretty much every division can yeah. use a few more. All right. Hopefully that works out. Got them cars sitting. Get them out here. Let's go racing. <laughs> That's it. We know there's some sitting. Heck yeah, we do. Uh, 28-year-old uh, Spencer Gallagher is retiring from NASCAR Xfinity uh, Series Racing. He's going to take on a managerial role at GMS Racing. Um, I guess most of their efforts are in the truck series. Uh, he hasn't ruled out uh, uh, being a driver entirely, though, Spencer. I, I think I've seen that. Uh, Nemechek was going to probably drive for them in the, in the Xfinity. Okay. They, yeah. John Hunter? Yep. Uh, Spencer, though, says that uh, he may go dirt racing. That is where the real fun is anyway, unquote. That's what he said on uh, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio earlier this I, week. I think they got a dirt dirt modified team, or I think that's where he started from. So we can go back to that. Uh, and you texted this to me earlier this week, and I saw it, I think, uh, Monday. Uh, fake news story about Scott fake Bloomquist. News, yep. <laughs> Somebody put that up on a uh, fake uh, website thing, a joke website, and uh, it was making its rounds, saying that uh, Scott Bloomquist was uh, joining Dunn Benson uh, Motorsports, the uh, ride vacated by Bobby Pierce. But that was a that's a fake news story. So if you see that on social media, don't share it. 
just let it go. And now you're the smarter person. You know the yeah. fake news. Um, uh, oh, Lucas uh, Oil uh, Late Model Dirt Series is going to be uh, coming to the Kokomo Speedway next year. Hear I about heard that. that. Uh, it's going to be the uh, Kokomo Speedway Late Model Shootout. It's going to be happening on September 20th. And I think that might be the same weekend as the Grocery Getter Classic. You guys familiar with the Grocery Getter Classic at Bearfield? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a 24-hour race? Yeah. Yeah. My son was really hard on me to get a car. Him and Eugene were going to all, they had it all planned out, but I think it's coming up, right? They're, well, it already happened, but they're they're already planning next year's event. Yeah. So the direct, the entry form is on their website. That sounds like fun. And everybody yeah. said they had a blast. Yeah. yeah. And and the guy that won, obviously, he didn't get a he didn't win a half a million or whatever it was, but uh, he got multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> it it was what a thousand dollars two hundred per car or some. I think the winner I think got it was like almost. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It was I, o- I, no, it was over ten. It was like ten thousand nine hundred or something. Yeah. Just over ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it was but good it, pay for day. a stock car, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Watching the sun come up from the seat of a race <laughs> <Yeah>. car, right? <laughs> so there you go. Get your team together. We're usually complaining drivers. about the sun getting in our right. eyes at night. Exactly. We could get a team. Us four, right here. There we we just need a car. I know a guy. He, he's got cars. Right. You know a guy. <laughs> uh, Australian supercars. The V8 supercars, yep. The Australian supercars, they're, uh, I guess, in preliminary talks with NASCAR over a uh, Gold Coast 600 companion race. Gold Coast 600, I guess, is a a race for the uh, supercars down there. Gold Coast uh, over in the Sydney area, uh, there's a really nice paved racetrack over there, so... Uh, Supercar CEO Sean Seamer said that uh, they are currently in preliminary talks with NASCAR in hopes of uh, staging a race before the 2019 Gold Coast 600. So it would be like a support race for that. Okay. It would be either the Xfinity Series or the the Truck Series. I think think they said that the... uh, it's, it would be pretty much like this weekend next year. And NASCAR has been to Japan. They've been yeah. to Mexico. So, so they're, they're talking. Know, I guess they obviously had Obviously, Mexico's not logistically the problem, but... Um, they had a, a, a fusion down there. I forget which team. They did a little exhibition with a, with a fusion. So, uh-huh. so, so that could happen. That's there. Nothing. Uh, it would be big. Yeah. It would be big. It would be, be interesting. Uh, Chase Elliott, of course, picked up his third win... Uh, career win and of the season at uh, kansas this past weekend now there's locked him into moving to the next round yeah eight drivers still vying for the championship uh we're down to eight uh kyle bush kevin harvick martin trucks jr chase elliott clint boyer joey logano kurt bush and eric elmarola i don't like the way eric spells his name i think that's the only reason i don't like eric elmarola just because he's got an a in eric i'm not sure why it just bugs me Okay. So you'd really like him if he changed. I, I might like him if he name. had an if it was E R I C. All right. Well, <laughs> this weekend uh, they're at uh, the NASCAR Monster Energy Cup Series at Martinsville on NBCSN at two thirty. Um, upcoming races this weekend: no weekend weather pit stop because uh, pretty much there's just one or two. Actually, two. I got two. I got the atomic. Uh, but Florence, uh, the fall fifty was canceled due to the crappy uh, forecast and. Uh, these other two may follow suit. I don't know. The Monster Mash 7. It's going to be taking place at uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway. As you recall, last year they delayed it. Or it got postponed a week. It, postponed, it got into like the middle of November, and they decided, all right, we're going to run this in April. So hopefully that doesn't happen this year with the Monster Mash. Uh, but that's set to uh, go Saturday 
with uh, modified Super Streets Thunder Cars, front-wheel drive compacts, gates open at 1, racing at 5 o'clock, and general admission tickets are 15 bucks. I believe they have a 11 p.m. curfew, too, since they're in, in town there. Uh, I think I saw some of uh, the Bomber guys from Oakshade were going to be going down for that. I know that Bill Daniels was because he was over siphoning some fuel out of a couple of cars at our shop. Atomic <laughs> uh, Speedway is scheduled to have the Trick or Treat 30s uh, also on Saturday. Late models, uh, it's 2500 to win. Modifieds, 1200 to win. Sport mods, 500 to win. Uh, gates uh, open at, I believe they changed it. I believe it's one now. My notes still say three, but I'm pretty sure I saw. I don't think I changed it on here. Might be. It's a little. I know that they changed the times. Uh, check out their uh, Facebook page if you're planning on going there. Then the uh, Flat, Rock, Flat Rock Toledo Speedway Awards Banquet's coming up a uh, week from tomorrow, November 2nd. You guys going? Oh, yeah. It's going to be at the uh, Gotta Crystal, collect that big money. Crystal Gardens in uh, Southgate. Doors open at 6.30. Dinner at uh, 7.30. Tickets are 36 bucks. You guys got your tickets? Yep. yep. All right. Good job. That's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? I don't. All right. I think we had a good show, Scott. Well, uh, next week, I believe uh, Dave Kemmer is working on booking the uh, Attica champions for us. Maybe Stuart Brubaker. I'm not, I'm not sure yeah, exactly yeah. where he's at on that. Uh, maybe he can uh, make a comment on our Facebook Live here. Uh, don't forget to visit uh, HammerdownRacerReport.com. You can uh, get to our iHeart uh, Radio channel. Uh, also, our Facebook is on there. Uh, also, ha- official Hammerdown Racer Report gear is there. That's it. And and I also added a link because I remember we talked about this for your official Hammer Racing All right. gear as well. So if you need some so of that. now you can be really I don't make, cool. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't really make a profit off of it. So it's just there if, if you want it, really. Because so people the ask. Hammerdown 8S or this, the Hammer sweatshirt I bought from my, my own um, store. <laughs> It's not cheap either. This really it's kind of expensive. So yeah, well, it's got to be but, worth it, right? Well, it's and, well, and it's, it's that unique. time of year. It's unique. So yeah, it seems like we're having a very early, early winter this year. So your your hoodie's appropriate. There man. you go. Well, and uh, you have gift cards, I believe, available for our race cars. Makes Absolutely. perfect Christmas gifts under the ha- tree. Halloween gifts. Um, you know, pass them out. Is that what you're passing out at Halloween? I'm gonna come over your house. There you go, <laughs> Scott. In, in the 21 years that we've lived there, we've never had anybody come to the house for well, Halloween. Well, this year you will. You're passing out give, Ron Miller Race Cars gift cards. Uh, yeah. There'll be a yeah. few people showing up. Uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. Uh, again, Ron Miller Race Cars, official sponsor of the Hammerdown Race Report. If you'd like to be a sponsor, uh, we have sponsorship information on HammerdownRacingReport.com. Race doors would look real good. Say what? Ray's Doors would be oh, a wonderful sponsor. I thought you said, like, raised doors, like doors that were up. That's why I was confused. Yeah, he does raise doors. Does he? Yeah, he does. They go up, opener. they go down. I had my garage door opener broke. I had to replace that this past week. Really? That kind of sucked. The the button or the, the whole the mode, thing? That just would click. You did that all by yourself? I did. Uh, Scott, won't be long you're going to be fixing your own race car. <laughs> <laughs> Not when I have you. <laughs> Do you do garage doors? I should have had you do that. Nope. That's a pain in the butt. I got cuts and stuff. (laughs) If I I did garage doors, mine would work. (laughs) Have you seen the sideboards on that car he runs on January 1st? It's it's like a garage door. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We were at, last year, we were at a race uh, over in Illinois, 
and there was actually a guy that, seen that. They that, had that, that had a garage door. foot door on the side of the race car. <laughs> that was a yeah. sideboard? Yep. Yes. Had windows in it and everything? Yep. <laughs> that is awesome. I don't know how we made it rigid, but <laughs> yeah. had, had it all figured out, and it worked great. You probably could pack it up real easy. Just fold it right yeah. down, That's right? That's it. <laughs> Think you had a button? <laughs> <laughs> An automatic yeah. sideboard closer. Heck yeah. How about that? I like that. Do you sell those? What? Raised doors does. Uh, Raised doors does. Raised doors does. Right? <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll see you back next week, 7 o'clock uh, Thursday night for our Facebook Live. That'll be uh, November. We're going into November already. About a month away from the uh, big thing in uh, St. Louis. Yeah, the indoor race. At, yeah. Uh, at, yeah. 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 So, all right. Make sure uh, to like our page. Uh, you know what? Before we sign off here, let's see where we're there, at. Like that page. Yeah, you guys need to do that too if you haven't done that yet. Let's see, it's refreshing. We are at we're at a thousand two. Oh, hey, right. it's thank time. you, folks. All right, the confetti's falling from the ceiling. Just imagine it. Only it's, if, it's you're, there. if you're listening on iHeartRadio, it really is. There's balloons everywhere. Crowd's going crazy. Yes. All right, thank you guys for uh, that. It really, I don't know what that means, but we'll see you all here next week. There you go. <laughs> and thanks again for. Uh, Dennis Wisman, Mike Young for coming in. Appreciate it. Good luck next year. Thank you, Scott. Great show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 